Welcome to Traveling Culturati, where we explore cultures and share travel news, travel tips, destinations, and travel chats. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Well, hey there, fellow Culturati. Javon Harley here, your host and travel pro for Traveling Culturati. For updates, trip information, and to connect with us on social media, visit the website TravelingCulturati.com. No road trip is complete without a good playlist, or maybe several playlists, depending on the mood. With guests I've had on and social media pages, I've put together some road trip songs for you to add to your road trip playlist. We've also got Javon's Travel Minute and the Culture Report. But right now, let's get into a little travel news. Today, I've got some news on hotels and locations with style, art, and culture. If you're into style and fashion, you'll be right at home in these hotels. Just remember to show up in style. (laughs) You wanna look like you belong. When I think of fashion, I think of Italy and Italian fashion. In this case, Armani Hotels, they have designers' signature style at two of their luxury brand hotels, Armani Hotels in Dubai and in Milano. Armani Hotel Dubai is located in the world's tallest building, the Burj Khalifa, and it overlooks that famous Dubai fountain that is always well choreographed to music, kind of like the one at the Bellagio in Vegas. And in it, you'll find Aramosa stone floors, zebra wood panels, and of course, Armani furnishings at every turn. At Armani Dubai, a cappuccino is served with a sprinkling of 24 karat gold flakes in the Armani lounge. Now the Armani Hotel in Milano or Milan is elegantly designed in the heart of Milan. The rooms are all decked out with furniture and decorations from the signature Armani Casa collection. And if you're familiar with Nobu brand luxury hotels, you can find an Armani designed signature outpost and in Nobu's signature style, You can have some cocktails in Milan with stunning views. And gone are those old fashioned butlers. Armani hotels have lifestyle managers (laughs) and they'll take care of every need and detail of the guests. Now, not to be outdone by Armani, Ferragamo has the portrait Firenze Florence by Ferragamo. It's Firenze. I remember the first time I went to Italy and I kept seeing this sign, Firenze. (laughs) Where is that? It's actually Florence, the English version. Ferragamo's luxury hotel brand has timeless elegance of the 50s and the 60s. It overlooks the Arno River and the portrait Firenze is in the heart of Florence. It's designed by Florentine architect Michel Bonan. Every piece of the retro inspired furniture is handcrafted in Florence and it has an authentic Dolce Vita style. The hotel's walls are all adorned with black and white photography from Italian greats. And then there's Bulgari, the luxury Italian jewelry brand. It has six hotels around the globe with more on the way and they have Bulgari Resort Ballet. That's one of their top of the line ones. Their properties are in Milan, London, Dubai, Beijing, Shanghai, and as I mentioned, Bali. That's the one I'm gonna talk about. It's on the Indian Ocean. Think of hand-cut volcanic stones and exotic woods and natural green Sukabumi stone in their plunge pools. That's just gonna make it look like you're out in the middle of the ocean. And they have luxurious outdoor showers. If you've never experienced an outdoor shower, I implore you to do so. I've done them in South Africa at some of the safari lodges and it is just a liberating experience. A little daunting at first, but liberating 
at the end, especially on a nice brisk morning and you have that warm shower. Mm. Anyway, I'm getting into something else here. Now their properties, as I mentioned, are in Milan, London, Dubai, Beijing, Shanghai, and Bali. The Versace, yes, Versace. They have luxury brand hotels, the Palazzo Versace Dubai and Gold Coast Australia. Both of their properties resemble a 16th century Versace palace. Versace's signature style, you know, it's bold colors, it's patterns and gold accents, leopard prints, and don't forget that Medusa logo. Now, French designer Christian Lacroix, they have the Hotel Le Belle Chasse was designed based on the seven universes of diversity, which are Patchwork, Avengers, Saint Germain, Tuileries, Muscateries, J. de Palme, and Quai d'Orsay. It's located in the Faubourg Saint Germain district, and it's known for Lacroix's signature avant-garde style. You have art exhibitions throughout the hotel to represent Parisian life, art and culture, also theater and design. Now, I know we've been talking a lot about European designers, but there's a Colombian designer, Silva Chirassi, and they have a luxury brand hotel, which is the Chirassi Hotel and Spa Colombia. Each suite overlooks the tropical courtyards of the hotel and the style of the hotel pays homage to her heritage and high wooden beam ceilings and tropical inspired rooms. It's really gorgeous. Now you can also find designer suites. Sometimes it's not the whole hotel, but designers are hired to design suites in luxury hotels. So you have, for example, Fendi private suites in Rome. Each of the seven private spacious suites is custom designed by Fendi and with Fendi casa linen and toiletries. And then there's Karl Lagerfeller suites at Hotel de Crillon in Paris. Each suite has textured gray walls, chandeliers from the Kaiser's personal collection, and his iconic photography. So one thing I love about these designer hotels and or suites is the artwork, it's the architecture, design. So it's not just a place to stay. It's not just accommodations. It's a place you want to hang out and to be seen and to do some people watching because you always find fantastic, eclectic people at these luxury hotels. There's also the Dior Suite at the St. Regis, New York. It's French glamour overlooking the Central Park. And it's just steps away from Christian Dior's boutique on Fifth Avenue, of course. I love that quote by Coco Chanel, and she has a suite in the Ritz in Paris. So you know that quote, dress shabbily, they'll notice the clothes, but dress impeccably and they'll notice the woman. That is so, so true. So the Coco Chanel suite in the Ritz, Paris, is where she actually lived for 34 years. It was originally decorated by none other than Coco Chanel herself. It's a 2,024 square foot suite that's decorated in Chanel's signature black and white with gold accents. And there's a crystal chandelier and never before seen photos of the designer from the time she spent at the Ritz. You know what? I have another favorite that I stayed in in New York. Yes, I splurged on one of these occasions. Style and fashion isn't always what you wear. Sometimes it's the finer things like Baccarat Crystal. They too have a self-titled hotel in New York, the Baccarat Hotel. It has Baccarat Crystal on display throughout the hotel and a 64-arm chandelier in the Grand Salon. The walls are covered in silk and they have a fabulous rooftop terrace to enjoy cocktails and of course their swanky bar lounge. Now I have to warn you, there's not a cocktail on the menu less than $35, but again, it's kind of worth the experience. And you know what I always say, if staying in a luxury hotel is not in the cards for you, 
visit one and have a fabulous experience. Go to the restaurant, the lounge, or the rooftop. Just kind of hang out. Sometimes I'll go to tea or to brunch. Always just go and have a fabulous experience. And just as we're talking about style and fashion and art, we're gonna keep that same thread with the theme and let's talk about sculptures, architectural design. I don't know if you've ever been to a sculpture park. My first experience at a sculpture park was in Japan at the Hakone Open Air Museum. Now these sculpture parks are open air museums because the sculptures are massive and so they are not contained in a building but the grounds are beautiful. The collections of artworks were made by Picasso, Henry Moore, Taro Okamoto and Yasumisu among some others and they have a thousand sculptures and works of art just oddly displayed in some cases. Sometimes you have to figure them out, but the one here at the Hakone Open Air Museum, they have gardens, they have foot baths, and it's just beautiful. You just walk around and take in the scenery and go from sculpture to sculpture and discover. They have different pathways that you kind of discover these things. But we also have some right here in the United States. I found some on Travel Trivia like the modern outdoor sculpture at the Getty Center in Los Angeles, the J. Paul Getty Museum, the Neon Boneyard, Las Vegas. Some of those old signs when the old casinos were demolished, then these fabulous signs that we used to all know and identify with Las Vegas found themselves in that boneyard. And they have more than 200 signs on display there. The oldest dating back to the 1930s. And you'll also find that hard rock cafe guitar. So now when this happens, they know that they can take these signs and take them to the sculpture park, the Neon Boneyard in Las Vegas. There's also the Aladdin's shimmering lamp there (laughs) that you can find. There's also the Storm King in Cornwall, New York. So the next time you're visiting Manhattan, it's about an hour north to Storm King Art Center. Since the 1960s, the site has amassed a growing collection of outdoor sculptures, more than 500 expansive acres of land and art. Well, that's all I've got for travel news. And when I come back, we'll have Javon's Travel Minute, Best Road Trip Songs. Advantage International is heading to Israel and Jordan, April 7th through 17th. We'll visit the Holy Land and tour historic Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and Nazareth. Be baptized in the River Jordan. Visit the Dead Sea, Petra, and the desert at Wadi Rum. With five-star accommodations and world-class cuisine, Israel and Jordan, April 7th through the 17th. Go to advantage-intl.com and select the WHUR World Tour Israel Jordan. The world is a book and those who do not travel read only a page. See the world with Advantage International. Advantage specializes in group travel and offers group trips to top destinations around the world. Join an existing group or have a travel specialist at Advantage design that special trip for your organization, family, school, or church. Go Go to Advantage-INTL.com for a current trip or call Advantage at 1-877-428-2773. This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Welcome back to the Traveling Culturati. Javon Harley here, your host and travel pro. Make sure you head on over to the website and connect with us on social media. It's TravelingCulturati.com. I would certainly like to engage with you on social media so that I can see what you're up to. You can see what we're up to and... uh, You can get some great travel tips, too. Well, Javon's Travel Minute today is very, very short. The makings of a great road trip is great music. (laughs) So today we're talking about great road trip 
songs. Now, of course, it's subjective, whatever music genre you like, uh, whatever you like listening to. But certainly one of the things with road trip songs, they have to be great to sing along. So they have to have great lyrics. You don't want anything that's going to put you to sleep. You can create a great playlist as well, or two or three, depending on your mood, because sometimes your mood changes as you're driving. And that's based on your scenery or what's happening. Or one thing I love is when you're listening to the radio and your favorite song comes on and sometimes it's unexpected but it's again it's a great sing-along and uh, yeah if you're in the car with me you can expect to have a (laughs) sing-along that's one of the things I love to do whether it's a long road trip or a short road trip but certainly music is the foundation in my opinion of road trip culture So that's what we're talking about today. Now, I did some interviews and also social media. I asked, what's your favorite road trip song or songs? And here are some of the ones you told me you like. And we're creating our Traveling Culturati Road Trip playlist. Liz Fitzsimmons, uh, Managing Director, Division of Tourism, Film and Arts for Maryland. And her pick was Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Now, I don't know which rendition she likes best, but my favorite is Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Ain't No Mountain High Enough is an R&B soul song written by Nicholas Ashford and Valerie Simpson in 1966. And of course, it was written for a division of Motown. The Tamla label. The composition was first successful as a 1967 hit single recorded by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, becoming a hit again in 1970 when Diana Ross recorded the song. And it became her first solo number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and was nominated for a Grammy. But as I said, my favorite is by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter how far. Don't worry, baby, just call my name, I'll be there in a hurry, you don't have to worry, oh baby,
Commissioner Kevin Triplett from Tennessee Tourism gave us Tennessee as one of his favorite road trip songs. It was written and recorded by American country music singer Johnny Cash. It was released as a single in late 1961, reaching 11 on the Billboard Country Singles charts and 84 on the pop charts. However, when I think of Tennessee, the song, and a great road trip song, I think of Tennessee by Arrested Development. Tennessee is the title of their number one R&B single from its album, Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days in the Life Of. The song won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group, and a recent poll of VH1 viewers placed the song at 71 on the list of greatest songs of the 90s. And it's listed as one of the 500 songs that shaped rock and roll by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, lead vocalist and writer Speech was inspired to write the song after meeting up with his brother at his grandmother's funeral in Tennessee. Shortly afterwards, his brother died from a bad asthma attack. And Speech wrote the song about the experience of losing two loved ones so close together. Another little tidbit on the song, it uses the sample from Prince's Alphabet Street, which was not cleared ahead of time. Prince's lawyers waited until after the song sold well and then charged the group $100,000 for the use of the sample. But Speech later said he felt that Prince gave him a break for demanding a single payment instead of co-writing credit on the song, which would have entitled Prince to a share of all royalties in the future. Tennessee.
road trip to the West was from Oregon and Linnea Gagliano likes Born to be Wild. Its lyrics are like an anthem to hitting the open road. Born to be Wild was written by Mars Bonfire and first performed by the band Steppenwolf. Born to be Wild was the band's third single off their 1968 debut album Steppenwolf and became their most successful single, reaching number two on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles chart. In 2004, Rolling Stone magazine placed Born to be Wild at number 129 on the 500 greatest songs of all time list. This year, it was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in a new category for singles. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah,
A traveling Culturati Facebook follower, Preston, picked Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. And I'm so glad he did because, oh, I love that song when it came out. And I still do today. And you know what? It made me download it again. Fast Car was released in April 1988 as the lead single from Tracy Chapman's self-titled debut album. Her appearance on the Nelson Mandela 70th birthday tribute was the catalyst for the songs becoming a top 10 hit in the United States. It peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 list. And it received two Grammy nominations for Record of the Year and Song of the Year, as well as a VMA Award nomination for Best Female Video in 1989. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove You got a fast car I got a plan to get us out of here Been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money Won't have to drive too far Cross the border and into the city You and I can both get jobs And finally see what it means to be living See, my old man's got a problem Yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him Wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? We gotta make a decision Leave tonight and live and die this way Someone You got a fast car We go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted We'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs Thanks, Preston, for that one. Another Facebook follower, Bernadette, said, 
anything by The Temptations. So I chose their signature song, My Girl. My Girl was written and produced by Miracle members Smokey Robinson and Ronald White. The song became The Temptations' first U.S. number one single. The recorded version of My Girl was the first Temptations single to feature David Ruffin on lead vocals. Robinson's inspiration for writing My Girl was his wife, Miracle's member Claudette Rogers Robinson. This year, it was selected for preservation in the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, and artistically significant. one of my favorites, but this artist is one of my favorites. I'm talking about Little Red Corvette by the late, great musician Prince certainly gone too soon. Released as a single from the album 1999 in 1983, the song was his biggest hit at the time and his first to reach the top 10 in the U.S., peaking at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles chart. It was also his first single to perform better on pop charts than on the R&B chart. I guess I should know by the way you popped your car Sideways, I don't wouldn't ask. the other kind of person who believes in making out once. Love them and leave them fast. I guess I must be done. Shed a pocket full of horses, children, and some of them used. But it was Saturday night. I guess that makes it alright. You see, what have I got to lose? Believe it or not, I stopped. 
Culture Report, on none other than road trip culture. This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information. Advantage International is heading to Israel and Jordan, April 7th through 17th. We'll visit the Holy Land and tour historic Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and Nazareth. Be baptized in the River Jordan. Visit the Dead Sea, Petra, and the desert at Wadi Rum. With five-star accommodations and world-class cuisine, Israel and Jordan, April 7th through the 17th. Go to advantage-intl.com and select the WHUR World Tour Israel Jordan. Welcome back, Traveling Culturati. I'm your host and travel pro, Javon Harley. Make sure you connect with me on social media. And don't forget to visit the website. We have some fun and exciting things for you to do there. Like join the travel club because uh, you want to travel with us. We go to some fantastic places. And in the coming two years, we have some great destinations that we'll be going to. And you don't want to miss out on those. Culture is forever changing and reflecting what's happening in the society and with its people. It can be born from the arts, music, food, and sometimes politics and strife. Today, we are culture tripping on the road trip. Uh, We're talking about road trip culture. Road trip is defined as a long distance journey on the road, typically in an automobile. Now, when you add the other ingredients of people, stops, maps, and music, you have road trip culture. While there are many do's and don'ts and necessary parts to a road trip, one's road trip culture can be defined as uniquely and as individually as the individual and or individuals. And you may not even know what that is until you've actually taken a road trip. It is something that you first have to experience to really understand all of its nuances. The world's first road trip that was recorded as a long distance road trip by automobile took place in Germany in August 1888. It was when Bertha Benz, the wife of Carl Benz, traveled from Mannheim to Forstheim, a distance of 106 kilometers or the equivalent of 66 miles at a whopping speed of 10 miles per hour. (laughs) That would have taken six to eight hours. She wanted to visit her mother and in the process intended to generate publicity for her husband's invention, which succeeded. And the Benz family's business eventually evolved into the present day Mercedes-Benz company. The first successful North American transcontinental trip by automobile took place in 1903 and was piloted by H. Nelson Jackson and Sewell K. Crocker, accompanied by a dog named Bud. The trip was completed using a 1903 Winton touring car, dubbed the Vermont by Jackson. The trip took a total of 63 days between San Francisco and New York, costing $8,000. That was a lot of money back then and would be equivalent to over $233,000 today. The first must-have for a road trip is an automobile. The size depends on the number of people and your desired comfort. I've done road trips in a two-seater convertible with my husband to many destinations. That's a whole lot of fun because you have the top down, your hair's blowing in the breeze, and uh, you just really get a chance to absorb everything and, and see the open road with the top 
down and you see a whole lot more of it. It's just a, a different experience. And I've done an SUV with my radio team along the loneliest road, Route 50, and uh, some places in Illinois as well. And one of my first road trips was with my family. It was in a very old Mercedes-Benz sedan with my family, and we drove from Maryland to Texas. And boy, did we have some stories to tell. <laughs> Talking about the things that you must have, if, if you are using your own car, if you're not going to rent a car, you need to make sure that you get your car checked out and that it is road trip ready. And uh, that was uh, something that we certainly, I won't say we didn't do it. I think my father did. We just knew that the car was kind of old and our Mercedes Benz, uh, we did have a bit of an issue on the road. It actually ran hot. We had to stop. It was in the middle of the night. We were in West Virginia, the back roads of West Virginia. My father was going to be brave enough to leave the car, although he didn't want to leave us, his wife and daughters. And my sister had her baby at the time and to go looking for water to cool the engine. And so that we could have this container of water with us as we continued on to, to Texas. This young man, uh, out of nowhere, we saw these headlights or the headlight this was a young man on a motorcycle that took my father to get some water and brought him back. And we were really afraid at the time. My father did make it back and we made it to Texas. So the second thing you must have is, of course, a journey. Actually, the journey or destination may come up first. And it may be the reason you entertain the idea of the road trip to begin with. So in that case, second might be how you'll get there. So you'll need a map of your route or you'll need a route. You may rely on your smartphone, GPS but print out your route in advance just in case you hit a dead zone. And uh, I have another story to tell you about that too. This was on the road trip that I did with my radio team and we were using our smartphone and the GPS and it got us all the way to Shawnee in Illinois, which is wine country in Illinois. We Made it to Shawnee, but in trying to get to our uh, bed and breakfast, uh, we hit a dead zone and there was no satellite reception. And we didn't realize it at the time. And what happened is that our GPS went into a loop. And so we were driving along this road and all of a sudden it told us to make this right turn. We made this right turn and, and we kind of looped back around. And I said to my team, you know, I think we did this before. And they said, no, you're crazy. The GPS is uh, giving you the right direction. And then when we did it again, I said, no, there's something wrong here. And we looked up at the name of the road and it was called Devil's Fork. <laughs> and we had looped this one road for about two or three times. Needless to say, we just pulled over and asked for directions because we had not mapped out our route and we were only relying on our GPS. So word to the wise, make sure you print out a copy in case you hit a dead zone. Uh, some other things that you're going to need. You'll need must-haves for emergencies. These are emergencies on the road for your car and for your own safety. These items include insurance. You definitely want to have that. AAA is my favorite. But any other that includes roadside assistance will do. Roadside assistance is very important. You want water for yourself and your car. Remember the story I told you about my dad and my family driving from Maryland to Texas? You want a phone charger, one, actually you want two, one car charger and one portable in case the car isn't running. Because if the car isn't running, you won't be able to charge your portable charger. So you want to make sure that you have a portable one and a car charger. First aid kit. There's always something that can happen. You need a road emergency kit that includes cables, a gas can, flashlight, flare, and basic tools. And if it's winter, you want to make sure you have a blanket. In case the car breaks down and you need to be in the car for a while, you need to stay warm. Then, based on who's going on the road trip, you'll need a list of personal survival items to pack. These are the things that's going to keep everybody entertained. Of course, entertainment for your children. Let them have their own tablets so they can play movies or if your car is equipped with that. Entertainment for adults. And, and one of those things certainly is a great playlist. Just talked about that earlier. Snacks. We all get grumpy if we don't have 
snacks and you don't always want to have to pull over. So you want to stock some nice snacks for everyone and lots and lots and lots of patience because no matter how much you love each other, you'll eventually get on each other's nerves. Part of the road trip culture is to have that adventure. And it's more about the journey than the destination. A road trip will definitely make you a storyteller. And I have someone here who's going to tell us a great story about uh, one of his epic road trips, our executive producer, Gene Harley. Hello, Gene, and uh, nice to have you here today. Thank you, Javon. Good to be here. Yeah. So tell us about your epic road trip. Of course, this was long before me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do remember you telling me about it. Yes, it started off... Uh really with a bang, uh, 1981, President Ronald Reagan had just decided that air traffic controllers were not necessary, so we were stranded in the airport in New York for a couple of days. We finally did get to Paris, and eight of us climbed into what would later be evolved into the minivan, and we went on our way, traveling all the way through Europe, uh, starting in Paris, all the way down through Lyon and to the French Riviera, and ended up in Milan. During that time period, we pretty much ruined a vehicle. We knocked the door off in one instance. The inside was no longer usable for anyone else. We basically got to the point in the Swiss Alps where, thank God, they go downhill because we ran out of gas and we had to coast into a Swiss (laughs) gas station, pretty much being pushed downhill by members of the group to get in and wait until the, uh, as the sun came up to get some gas so we could continue on our way. We ran out of gas. We ran out of money. We did everything. And as I stated, that vehicle was never useful again. When we got back to the rental car company, and I won't use the name because they're probably still looking for me. So we basically were returned it and we quickly ran right to the airport and got on a plane and left because we did not want the rental car company looking for us because it was destroyed. Well, tell me, because you're saying us and we. So who all was on this road trip? Well, they'll all deny it, but my brother was involved, other family members were involved, but there were eight people squeezed into, and this was before the the minivan. This was a Volkswagen minibus, much like the later version of what the hippies were driving around in in the 60s, and we just caravaned around Europe in it because it was cheap. We slept in it. At one point, we slept near the Riviera, three of us on top, and the rest stretched out inside the van. <laughs> It, I'm getting this picture of the Scooby Dooby Doo uh, <laughs> van. Yeah, Is it sort of right. like that? Oh uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it was not quite that 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 luxurious, but it, it was squeezed in. We had backpacks, we had uh, military backpacks, we had blankets, and we had sleeping bags. And we pretty much went from youth youth hostel to youth hostel. And we listened to whatever was on the radio at that time. Well, road tripping through Europe in a very old-fashioned minivan (laughs) with a, a party of eight. So thanks again for sharing that with us, folks. Remember, when you're going on a road trip, it's about the journey, not the destination, be it good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Remember, to always, always, always buckle up, do the speed limit, and be kind on the road. Ladies and gentlemen! This is Traveling Culturati. We explore cultures and destinations. We share travel news and travel tips to keep you well-informed and prepared for your next travel adventure. So go ahead and up your travel game with Traveling Culturati. Visit TravelingCulturati.com for more information.